everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. Last week you heard just some of the horrific stats of a multi-billion dollar industry that is physically, mentally, emotionally, and most of all spiritually harming the youth of this nation and all sectors of life as sexual perversion of every kind is invading our streets, our movie houses, department store shelves, anywhere sexually explicit material can be viewed and the reader-viewer of such content ultimately destroyed. And as the Bible so aptly states, quote, the thief, Satan, comes not but to rob, steal, and destroy. So how do we combat this destroyer of the soul, mind, and body? My next guest who has been called for such a time as this is being used by God to expose and oppose sexual exploitation wherever it is found through her nationwide mobilizing efforts, initiatives, and legislation. Would you welcome back to testimony my special guest, Vice President of the National Center on Sexual Exploitation, formerly known as morality and media, a wife, a young mother, and brave voice for righteous values, Miss Dawn Hawkins. Dawn, welcome back to Testimony. Thank you for having me. Well, Dawn, it's great to have you back. You recently partnered with Victoria Hearst, granddaughter of publishing magnate William Randolph Hearst of the Hearst Corporation, also producers of the popular yet sexually destructive magazine known as Cosmopolitan, or to its readers, simply known as Cosmo. In an effort to get this magazine off the shelves, or at the very least, adult content, the campaign Victoria recently launched called CosmoHarmsMinors.com. Can you elaborate, Don, for our listeners, and then let's talk about some of your other initiatives, the Dirty Dozen List, Fifty Shades of Grey, Porn Harms, just to name a few, please tell us more. Sure. Well, I would tell you it's been a great, um, a great project, to, especially to partner with Victoria. And we've been going after Cosmopolitan magazine for the last three years as part of our Dirty Dozen list. And definitely partnering with her has helped to bring that that project or campaign to a much higher level. The problem with Cosmopolitan magazine, a lot of people don't realize what what's inside the covers these days, but. It's highly pornographic, often detailing very violent and damaging, dangerous sexual activities, encouraging girls to participate in them. It, I mean, I would argue that it's worse than Playboy magazine. It, it might not have as many new pictures, although increasingly it has started to have them. But one of the biggest problems with Cosmopolitan is they're really good at targeting teenage girls. They often have... Um, teen idols on the cover or, or feature stories from teen pop stars. I mean, the, they say that they're targeting women in their 30s, but a 30-year-old woman doesn't really care about Justin Bieber, right? So um, so Cosmo is, is genius in their marketing, and, and that's very dangerous for young girls, really, to get their, their intimate 
for sexual um, education from Cosmopolitan. So what we're doing is just simply asking for it to be covered like all other pornographic magazines are in stores and to not be right there at the checkout or where everybody can see it and certainly not to sell it to minors. Um, we've seen already that some, some grocery chains have started to do that. In, in southern Utah, there are a few. In Nebraska, a few stops. That's the Hy-Vee chain. And, uh, and we're hopeful that we'll be able to meet with some other retailers. We encourage your listeners, especially to go to CosmoHarmsMinors.com to, if, if they want to get involved. We have little handouts you can print to hand to local, your local managers of stores or, um, or graphics you can share on social media to say that, you know, to help people see, understand what's really going on there. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Don Hawkins. You can learn more about Don by going to the National Center on Sexual Exploitation, the website, and sexualexploitation.org. Talk about Fifty Shades of Grey, that movie that came out and the devastating effects of a movie like that. Yeah, well, I'm still just in shock that such a movie could be so popular. But there really was, you know, millions of dollars that went into into promoting it, and there's just this incredible media machine out there. And the, real, the problem with Fifty Shades of Grey was that it legitimizes, it glamorizes sexual violence, particularly violence against women, and teaches women that they should... Um, they should want to be with an abusive man. It teaches men that they should fit this genre and treat women this way because they think women want to be treated this way. Um, but, but the real problem was that, you know, there are many other movies, even in mainstream theaters, that are that are pretty damn have damaging messages. But the problem with Fifty Shades of Grey was that it was it's just everywhere. From you know, Target was promoting it next to the children's toothbrushes. It was on every single channel that you flipped through. And kids are getting the message, you know, that, that sexual violence is acceptable and normal, and it's what adults do. And so we, we really tried to help counter the message. And we, for a while, I felt like I was the only one speaking up, or our organization wasn't. But what we found was, once we, we launched some social media campaigns encouraging people to donate, we're joining together. Thousands of individuals were writing us saying how grateful they were that there's a voice out there, a reason, and explaining to people what the message really was behind this. So, I, I mean, we want to help people be smart about the kind of media that they consume, and Fifty Shades of Grey is really just is not helpful in any way. Right. Well, that's beautifully uh, articulated. Don, uh, this is a program called Testimony based on Revelation 12:11, where we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. I wanted to have you on to simply testify to the horrors of pornography, the sex trade industry, uh, and all of that. And you have the stats on all of that and what our listeners can do to come alongside you and help campaign on your behalf and help contribute to your efforts. And, and to me, that is... Uh, comforting in this way. We're not helpless. We can do something about it. We have a voice that is out there being the voice for those that have no voice. I want to talk about the spiritual aspect of someone uh, who may be in this, who may be trapped in pornography and ways to perhaps get out, because I'm sure you have some resources that provide men, women, children, teenagers, whatever their age group, help if they are trapped in this type of an addiction. Some scriptures that came to mind, Don, 
Proverbs 22.6, train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is older, he or she will not depart from it. Romans 12.2 states, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And finally, from a scriptural standpoint, Philippians 4.8, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. So Don, from a spiritual perspective, unless the listener has their mind wrapped in the Word of God, what defense do they have against this type of assault? Well, it's, it's, it's pretty difficult, I would say. And I, I would say that I haven't heard from anybody who's overcome this pornography addiction or even kind of betrayal by a spouse without deep faith in God. Um, so I will say that, although there are resources for those who might not be religious, I just have never met anybody who has really overcome this. Can you talk um, about some of those resources? Yeah, if you go to our website, nsexualexploitation.org slash resources, I have a whole, I have tons of them, and they're divided by categories for you, so that if, if you're struggling yourself, um, technological resources to help you um, protect your computer, your smartphone, help for parents, help for the woman whose husband struggles, help, you know, I've got all of that, and it's divided by categories, so I encourage you to go there. I don't know of any other place where you can find so many good resources. But, um, but one thing I want to help people understand is that pornography actually does change the brain. And this is a real physical, uh, in, it, it leaves a physical impact that, that's very hard to overcome. And, you know, as I, I would say that we need to have more compassion for those who are struggling with this. It's often not as easy as just turning it off. And it's certainly... Um, once you're struggling with this, prayer and reading your scriptures, for example, are often not going to be enough to help you. You need other additional support as well. So I encourage you to go to the resource center. But the one very amazing thing that I've come to learn, I'm not a neuroscientist or a neurosurgeon, but I have studied a lot about the brain and, and the brain research on this. And what we find is that while pornography does alter the brain, the brain can be altered back. God has made our bodies so perfectly that we can really overcome this, these kinds of trials. And, and we can become, be made whole again physically. Um, and so I would just want to help your listeners to feel that and know that there's definitely hope. It takes a lot of effort and work, but, um, but it is possible to overcome addictions and to feel, you know, that wholeness once again. Amen and amen. The Word says that He came to set the captives free and that He does. Jesus gives us the mind of Christ and He does that through His Word and through help and support of those that have been there. That is great advice, Don. Last question. What is your great hope as a young mother with children of her own and how are you personally protecting them in the age of social media, Facebook, Twitter? What are you personally doing? help protect children we you know we encourage parents to talk to their kids at very young ages help them understand what um, what is appropriate with their bodies 
the sacredness of their bodies, that everybody has dignity, and to have clear boundaries on what is and is not appropriate. We encourage parents to be aware of the dangers online, and we try to help them by, you know, providing the latest updates on what you might, you know, need to be aware of, the latest app that is very popular that parents should maybe know has deeper problems with it. And we've got resources that we drive them to for that. Um, but most importantly, in a, the way to help your kids the most is, is to realize that they're going to be exposed to this content. It's going to be around them all over the place as they leave your home and sometimes even in your home because, you know, now we have smartphones and it's just being pumped right into our pockets. Um, so realize that your kids, as wonderful as they are, will be exposed to this and, and then take control and help them understand what is healthy intimacy? What is God's plan for them? What does it mean to respect and to hold one another with dignity? Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Don Hawkins, Vice President of the newly named National Center on Sexual Exploitation, formerly known as Morality in Media. You can learn more about Don and the NCSC's impactful and groundbreaking work by going to endsexualexploitation.org or cosmoharmsminers.com and from there be directed to a host of sites combating perversion wherever it is found. Don, it is clear God has his hand on you for such a time as this as a mobilizer and champion of human rights and godly values on behalf of all children everywhere, society at large, and our nation. We are grateful. Thank you, Don, and God bless you. Well, God bless you. Thank you. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.